0: Hey guys, drummer here. Just to let you guys know that we do have a YouTube channel up right now.
1: And if you guys would like to see that, go ahead and type <laughs> in drum, the symbol and drummer, and you guys can see our beautiful faces there.
0: And we are putting up extra content. It's more of like the uncut version of the podcast.
1: However, if you do like the more polished, censored version of this podcast, go ahead and keep listening. The episode will come up right now. Nah, I don't see him as a Gryffindor!
0: Gryffindor! Or he goes to
1: Slytherin. Nah. Slytherin. He's like a Hufflepuff.
0: What's a Hufflepuff? David. Is that is that part of the Harry Potter thing? Harry Potter series? Is Hufflepuff? Hufflepuff
1: is a house. It's a, it's a oh, house. Oh, you know house. I was thinking
0: of H.R. Puff and stuff.
1: H.R. Puff and stuff. H.R. Puff and stuff. You can't get a little, Ooh, but you can't, can't get enough. enough. That was an old show. If you guys have never seen H.R. Puff and stuff uh it's a classic watch it on acid it's about jimmy and his golden flute and this witch that really wants his golden flute and uh she tries to take it from him all the time no jimmy don't <laughs> let to <him> take me <laughs> that's pretty good <laughs> no,
0: dude. i
1: practice it every night before i go to bed <laughs> that's weird but um yeah dude so uh today i got up there yeah, I got up today. And, right on, right on. Um, you know, which is a, a win. First of all, that's you know, I, I woke up. You
0: make your bed when you first got up.
1: I did actually. That's I did. A,
0: that's a win. You you won the day already.
1: You can't change the world till you make your bed. You know exactly. So and then all of a sudden I hear this uh, this uh, Discord like beep go off on my computer. Nice. And it's Mitch going, "Good morning." And then I was like, "What's up, dude?" And he goes, "I like to think that you only get on Discord to talk to me." And I'm like, "That's literally." Why I get yeah. on Discord. That's all Mitchell. you do. That's all you I, do. I literally just got to talk to Mitchell. you. You Mitchell just talked to him. He's whole like time. my coworker. Yeah.
0: Mitchell's like just one of the boys. Yeah. He's just one of the boys. He's just one, of the, boys. Just one yeah. of the boys. Just one of those astrophysicist boys. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think you got it wrong, but I'm going to go. All the it. same thing. Like, eh, almost. Yeah, you know,
0: whatever. It happens. But,
1: um, yeah. I don't have anything else for this. So, um,
0: mm. you know, they have Discords for like video games and they have Discords for, uh, which one? Which one are they doing? Um, Shadow Colossus, David, Shadow Colossus, where they um, uh, show how to, like, beat. There's, like, another There's another beast or another, like, giant you can defeat. It's, like, a secret one, and they took them, like, 20 years to find it. And there's a Discord of people trying all these different types of, play, like, playthroughs, trying to figure out how to get them. It's crazy stuff. Um, it, you know, I watched five minutes of it, but it seemed wild. You know what I got the, bored.
1: You know what the best computer notification sound would be? H.R. Puffinsta. Our intro. David, roll it. I'm drum. I'm drummer. (laughs) All right. Welcome back, everybody. Week 64. That's week
0: 64, guys. That's 6 times 6 equals 36 plus 5 equals equals, uh, 41. 41, plus 8, 49, plus
1: 150, plus six, fifty six plus four, sixty 4, 60, plus 4, 64. And as always, we're your hosts, I'm Drum. And I'm Drummer. And this is a podcast about brotherhood and the four S's, the supernatural. <laughs> the stanky host. <laughs> 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 four S's? <laughs> as, as I say four, I meant three. As, as always, this is... <laughs> HR, and stuff. And as always, this is a podcast about... <laughs> this <laughs> is a host of podcasts. So many... This is a podcast uh, about brotherhood and the three S's, storytelling, the supernatural, and self improvement. Welcome back, you guys.
0: That's the one I never remember is self improvement. Yeah, me too. It's but probably the one there. that we need the most. Yeah, we need it. I need it more than ever. So
1: bad. Yeah. So, dude, uh, what's up, man? How's your week, bro? It's been a busy week. Tell me why. Um,
0: well, I think it's been a pretty hard week for a few of us. Uh, we've all had our own shits and giggles. Um, I've just had giggles. I've just been destroying my body and i feel like shit what happened dude uh i just hurt just hurt myself you popped your shoulder out of place yeah i, I feel, like, it, I feel that like we should talk about again? that
1: so let's oh <sighs> he doesn't know the story i've told him so tell him how, it's the best story it's so manly the way it's, he pops his shoulder it's out It's so stupid it's great
0: so uh usually when i like do when me and uh our, my coach jp when we do a lot of like workouts and stuff um we do a lot of uh like shoulder movements it starts to get tender and if you know if i've told this before matthew destroyed my shoulder with last i think a year ago at the polo year, game th- It was a year or two ago at, my, at our polo game matthew pulled it out out of place and was beating me underwater and i couldn't get out of the water to fix my shoulder and so ever since then my shoulder has been a wreck um so i had to go and well you know, you know what rehabilitation I, case, for three months just to rebuild my shoulder strength and everything so i was able to even lift things over my head um it was it was a really bad and sad moment for me, and I was I was very hurt. Uh, so
1: you should have beaten. Recently. I failed you as an older brother because you didn't fight back. You just took it,
0: Matthew. My shoulder was out of place. So what? I was scared that my shoulder wasn't going to go back. You are telling
1: me a lion bites your arm off? You're not going to try and fight it with the other arm? I'm a lion, bro. <sighs>
0: <laughs> so what happened was, is uh, no, you didn't we like were that. doing don't a workout, and there's a lot of pull-ups and stuff, and a lot of shoulder movements. And uh, I felt I felt it like getting tender, but I thought it was fine. Usually, because I did all my pull-ups, I was fine. I did um, all our muscle-ups, I was fine. Um, literally anything, like toes to bar, I was fine. Eat I it. go fine. to do I go to do V-ups, thirty V-ups or something like that,
2: which don't use your shoulder which at all.
0: All I'm doing is I have my arms up like this, and I go like, please not like that. And so all I did was get my arm, and I went up, and like the third one that I did, I went forward. And my shoulder popped out sideways, and I was like, ha ah! And I turned over on my side. I had to like push it in, and I just kind of laid there for a little bit because I was like in pain. JP's like, what happened? And I was like, my shoulder popped out again. He's like, you good? And I was like, I think so. But I was, I already knew it was going to be just super sore the next few days, like it normally is if it does it like that. I mean, it doesn't do it often, just like maybe, like, this is like the first time it's happened in like two months, two, three months. So doesn't happen often, but, yeah, it kind of sets me back a little bit, so I had to give it a few days of rest.
2: Shouldn't it not be happening ever?
0: Uh, well, the thing is, once you dislocate it once, and then if it dislocates again within, like, an, like five minutes of that, and so it dislocated once with Matthew, and then when I was playing, I guess, my cousin Caleb in water polo, he took my shoulder over and pulled it over his arm. So it popped out again, and it took me about 30 seconds to get that one back in. And so once I got that one back in, I got out of the water. And uh, I couldn't, I couldn't swim. I couldn't move my arm up. So, um, any after that, I was like, okay, I'll give it a week, a week off. So I took a week off from from CrossFit and everything. and I went back into it. This is all pre-COVID. Uh, and went back to the gym, started working out. And anytime I would do any type of pool, any type, like picking up a weight, anything, pop right back out. And it would take a while to put it back in. So I realized. I went online and researched and stuff, and it told me that you know, uh, the more your shoulder pops out, and the longer it goes out there for, it, the tendon in the back gets looser, and that's where it's popping out at. So it's harder for it to get. It takes a while for this to get stronger again. So that's why it pops out so much. So once COVID hit, we didn't go. We didn't go to the gym at all for a very long time. So I just kind of, I just kind of started doing more mobility work on my shoulder and stuff, and kind of strengthening that. So did I gain like ten pounds? Yes. And was it all muscle? No, but at least I was able to get my shoulder healthy again. So it's it's good now, just every once in a while if I do too much to it, it kinda of goes a little wild. A little wanky. There's a little little thing to know about me. I have a bitch
2: ass shoulder. And you never thought to go to the doctors?
0: You know, they they uh, they said that I would most likely need surgery to kinda of put everything back together. Um like not really like not that it's like broken or anything, but just to kinda of like get everything tight again. And they said you could do that or you just try and strengthen it and just kind of go through your athletic days. And then once you get older, then go to do surgery. And I was like, I'll probably do that. I don't want to do it right now. Then I'll be out for like six months.
2: Stupid. But you've been in surgery before. I've had surgery on my stomach. And so did Matt. Matt had it for his tonsils. Yeah, yeah. He got tonsils taken out. Yeah.
1: And then I also, I guess I, I went, I had laughing gas. Is that going under?
2: I think so because you go unconscious, don't you?
1: Yeah. And then that was for the weird bubble story that I told you guys a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago.
2: You were conscious when they took off your sea anemone wart. I was conscious. So
1: I had a wart infested hand. Um, I literally got them in the sandbox when I was in kindergarten. and You got them that young? Uh-huh. I, thought, I thought you got them in high school. I got. They came back oh they Man. came back yes yeah, so i got them all over my arm um i know i've told this story before but um long story short i got them all over my arm my mom uh wouldn't let me stay home from school but she didn't want me to go in a long sleeve for some reason because uh, it was hot outside i don't know but she what she did was she got like athletic tape and she ripped off little pieces and then she put them all over the works that were all <laughs> over my arm and she sent me to school like that
2: see at least there though she was like thinking of Maybe her reputation against you compared to Dalton when she was just like, no, it's fine, go to school. And he had a broken arm.
0: Yeah.
1: You didn't go to yeah. school, though. Did you? I went to school for two weeks. I, like I got annoyed for- getting on the monkey bars. I feel like the time for it gets longer every time I tell this story. Anyways, um, but so. I had the little pieces of paper all over the place. Kids are evil at that age. (laughs) So you look
2: like the Grinch. No, they (laughs) the Grinch shaves his face. Basically, but all over my arm. And
1: I got called Mummy Boy for probably about like you know three months. Um, It is what it is. But then they came back when I was in high school.
0: Started out right here on my thumb. So bad. I was so mean to Matthew.
1: Right here on my thumb, and then they came over here and like they just started like infesting my hands. Like they were all over the place. Um, If you ask anybody on the water polo team. Let me preface this by saying I was very conscious about it and self-conscious about it at the same time. So I was conscious in that I made sure it never touched anybody else. I was self-conscious in that I usually had my hand closed because I didn't want anybody to see.
2: Um, So then you just ended up punching people in the
1: face? No, I did not do that. So, uh, But when I would get out of the water, the... The I had one big one in the middle of my hand it was and the mother it would of get super soaked and it would literally look like a sea anemone. Like if you look from the top down how it has like individual like bristles it's like it's own like little eye. You could see and then you would see like inside this like dark mass. So I started going to this dermatologist and they gave me everything they, and every time they would walk in.
0: They would freeze your hand, huh?
1: They'd walk uh-huh, They'd walk in but they every time it was the strongest stuff they had, right? So they would come in, they'd be like all right, man. This is the strongest stuff we have. You can't, you can't get this on the streets. And I'm like, all right, whatever. And so it would hurt every time. It was like this, like deep burning pain, like all the way into like your mm, wrist. I hate it. Um, and then finally, the last one. The doctor came. He goes, "Hey, this is the strongest stuff we had." And I was like, "You've told me that for like three months now. I don't know. Like, I don't care. It's not gonna work. Like, for whatever reason, my warts just got stronger." So then. Um, finally they did it that last time and it was really bad like I thought that they had gotten it because like it blistered over my hand was super tender I couldn't swim for the week we had swim meets I remember telling Howard about it um and then sure enough like once it settled down everything went away it was just still there like nothing changed like I think some of the ones like on the other my yeah, other hand that like,
2: main one
1: that main one was just there yeah
2: the main one got scooped out and looked like the black. The black uh, mark from Pirates of the Caribbean.
1: So what they ended up having to do was they had to put a shot in my hand.
0: What's that and, called? The and, black mark?
1: The black mark. Oh, okay. And numb my entire hand. Then they took a razor blade. They literally cut it open, pulled the seat out, and then cauterized the middle of my hand. And it looked like the inside of a hot pocket for like a week.
0: Yeah. That sucks. That I only had one right here for like three years. And they I had it frozen over twice. Didn't go anywhere. Then the third time they did it. And then I would wrap it. And, it you know, it turns like, a bubble. It turns like, a, a big bubble. And then after that, like, I forgot about it. And when I went to go look, it was just gone.
1: And I was like, oh, okay,
0: cool. Yeah. I don't have a wart anymore. There's just one little one.
1: Yeah. Do you remember uh, when Grandma froze, Lexi's wart off on her knee? Yeah. yeah. So uh, my cousin had one on her knee. And then um, I remember we were in the den of my grandma's house. And they went and they bought, like, the freeze-away stuff from CVS or whatever. And Lexi was sitting there. And it said to, like, Press into the wart really hard. So my grandma did it, and my grandma jabbed that thing in my cousin's knee so hard, She's like, and Lexi screaming, crying, bloody murder. Yeah. And then she, she took it off. You could see the indent on it, and I think it went away. I've never heard anything yeah, else away. from it, went but away.
0: yeah, it seemed to work. But it, I, I remember that I never her screaming, and it was not did not look pleasant. Yeah, warts are
1: warts are fuck you What's, up. I man. don't even know what they are. Like I don't. They, are they a skin virus? I'm assuming that's what it is.
2: I think so. I think it's like a mole, but like it's just more active and more aggressive than a mole is. Is a mole bad? A mole could be like cancer. It's like a tumor.
0: Hmm. Yeah, so it can like. Well, the raised
2: ones are. Hmm. The dot. Wait, 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 guys! Check your arms. Oh, I saw this. Check I have your it. arms. I have it. I've got it. Do you have it, Dalton? This one right here. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh no, that one. This one a- <laughs> Explain <laughs> what's happening. they was watching us look at ourselves so there is a uh a juicy I, saw, I, think I saw it on tiktok it's part. on tiktok uh humans are made by the government um if there's a birthmark it's like on one of your arms or on the inside or something um i think it's this one i I'm think it's sure. this one yeah, yeah yeah
2: right on your yeah on your left arm on your left arm about halfway up your forearm yeah
1: on your forearm there's like should be a birthmark there should be a
2: there should be a dot
1: yeah and i guess that's how do you your have it dalton
2: I'm unique. See, that's why he's so into conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. It's because he's not one of the government babies.
0: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm one of a kind. I'm here to monitor you. That would make a lot of sense, actually.
2: <laughs> if but you had a big brother to monitor you? Yeah. Or saying, if you weren't a government baby?
0: I wonder if I'd be different if I was a big brother. You? Yeah, if you like, were the little one, I was a big brother. You other.
2: wouldn't be the attention hogger. Yes.
0: Matthew's just as much of an attention hog as I am. What do you mean? Why do you think we have a show? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> <laughs> we both like the attention.
2: You're right. I was right. And when
0: we have parties, Matthew talks it. just as much as I do. Yeah, but I'm like you're different types of
1: you're, you. You command
2: you're the different one. types of attention. Explain, <laughs> David. The
0: fuck does that mean,
2: Dalton? You're like you're like the firework attention grabber. People look at you because you do something really big and really really grand, but it also is like a really short time period. Matt's like the bonfire because he can just go and go and go, and as long as he's got a couple people just around him, he's solid. Does that make sense? I
0: don't know if that makes like, <laughs> that makes feels fucking stupid. You're
2: a fire. You're a firework.
0: Hey, fireworks are way more fun to look at. I don't want to be, but yeah, for a second, and they're
1: gone forever. Well, you keep coming back. I've been trying to get rid of you for years. I hate David. David, don't talk for us <laughs> on the podcast. Okay, you're done. All right, you guys. So we finished the monthly challenge of me doing the splits, and I'm sorry. I failed. I got way closer than I thought that I was going really to. That looked really good, though. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, like, way closer. I'm so much more comfortable in it. I've repeated myself every week. But, um, but yeah. So we're going to do a little bit of a different monthly challenge. Uh, we've got some big things going on. Cheese, our producer, has uh, just moved into a new apartment. So he's settling yeah. in over there. Dalton's got a lot of tests coming up. He's coming to the near end of his uh, schooling. Say that um, again. And I just finished a challenge. So I'm going to... I'm gonna sub in. We're gonna get a celeb shot on this monthly challenge. So, um,
0: celeb shot for the
1: month of February. My Instagram is gonna be run by a social media manager, an influencer, an influencer, <laughs>
2: influencer.
1: Yeah, that's an app that she has. Uh, uh, the person is Monique, um, my girlfriend. Uh, she she has this app called Influencer, and I guess it's like where companies will send you products for you to review and i guess when it first started it was like for a small up-and-coming brands and then now it's like fucking maybelline and like all these large
0: maybe it's maybelline it's like
1: all these like large corporations that are now using it to get like their upcoming products reviewed and this and that so it's like you get the prototypes of a lot of these so things.
2: it's focus group yeah
1: it's like yeah exactly,
2: exactly but those people can then go out and like make posts about it and mm-hmm. stuff do you get yeah. paid for it I think
1: you just
0: get to keep the product. Yes, oh, cool. So basically, Mo Money. So it's a Money's,
2: sample. It's a sample app.
0: Mm-hmm. Mo Money's just gonna take
1: care of Matthew's Instagram and see how much. She's taking it over. She already. She already put up one post. I got five followers from it. So we'll see. Who knows? Did I, you
2: want to put the asterisk on that?
1: Because there was a couple waiting in the uh, pending. It, it, yeah, there's a couple of pending. So I don't know if you have to accept it or if it automatically goes through. But I'll give it to her. We'll let her have
0: her. this. Well, let her have this victory, shall we? Yeah. So. So uh, do
2: you since. She said five, and she pretty much already got it. Do you want to give her a new follower number to hit? We're, we're she in, listens. One
1: thousand. No, we're gonna go two thousand. We're gonna go. We're gonna go fifteen. That's including 1, the five, so ten extra followers from now. What is that? Not good. That's I feel, like, good I feel like that's a lot. That's not good Okay, enough. well then, if you have a number in mind, why are you making
2: me say? I said
0: fifteen thousand. Okay.
2: What are you at right now? Eight
0: hundred and fifty-six. Am I?
2: Let's let's try. Let's try and get you to a thousand. Hold on, that's fair. Hold on with a month, yeah. With a month, I have eight hundred and two
0: followers. That's enough. Let's
2: try and get you to a thousand. A thousand, all right, Mo.
0: Sweetie, More money, get him to a thousand. Get to it.
2: I feel like that's not too hard. With Sweet. with YouTube, you've already got a backlog of of content for her to steal to go on your account. I'm, I'm scared though,
1: guys. I gotta be honest here. This is very like I don't really use it one, so like I don't really care. But then two, like I don't know what she has in her phone. I I don't know what weird shit she has videotaped me doing.
0: Yeah, probably some weird stuff. So you guys are man. gonna get some
1: good stuff.
2: Hopefully, we'll see.
1: Anybody
2: like know? what what do you mean by weird, Dalton?
0: Uh, I probably him just like being drunk and doing stupid shit. Yeah, probably. I mean everyone that has everyone has stuff on their phones with me doing that shit. So I hope someone has my, one of Matthew. Yeah.
1: So, but yeah, so that's going to be the monthly challenge. And then next month will be D Rod. Yeah, sure. Yeah, hell yeah. Cool. So it'll be D Rod. The longest month. Yeah, just give it to me. Sweet Anita. Oh my God. Yeah, probably. I'll do it again. We've We've
2: we've talked about Sweet Anita before.
0: Yeah, as you guys know, Sweet Anita, she's a Twitch streamer. She is from London or something like that. She's She's English. Yeah, she's from the UK. Sweet Anita. Which I'm going to fucking tell you right now.
2: I showed you her earlier. Oh, okay.
0: Okay. She uh, she has uh, Tourette syndrome. Okay. And uh, she gets hit on by guys a lot. Well, she
2: was doing a, a stream earlier, and in it, she was talking about she was answering a question about why why she responds to girls hitting on her more than she does guys. She was like, I've been hit on like in the street publicly, like by uh, tons of guys and a couple, and like a good amount of girls. Um. And I've never once walked away from the situation being like, "Ooh, I should get that guy's number. Or like, "Ooh, that went well uh, compared to like the girls. Well, is she a lesbian? She's bi, I think. Oh, okay. Right on. So
0: what focus on body versus focus on compatibility?
2: So the reason she said that the, the guys that never worked out is because they focus everything that they do revolves around like her body and focuses on her body in that time frame that they're around her before they try to ask her out or pick her up or something compared to the girls who take the time and invest it to like make sure they're compatible before they ask for the number or ask for another date or something like that. Uh, oh, okay. And I wanted to get your guys' take on that.
0: Well, I mean, you see it all the time on her Twitch streams anyway. It's like people are, I mean, the guys at least that I see on there are super aggressive. So I'm sure she gets tired of that in general. And then in person, I I, I can't remember. I I watched a YouTube video of of her. And she she was explaining something about when she was in, like, when she goes to Starbucks and stuff, sometimes guys will do things to instigate the Twitch, to instigate the, uh, the tick, the ticks. So... I feel like she she kind of gets uncomfortable with that stuff. Like, she, sometimes she can't control it. And also, it could, it could come down to her feeling safer around women than feeling safer about men from past experiences as well. Well, yeah.
2: do you agree with her statements on kind of – because she was speaking from her own experience, but in that way, she was kind of genera- putting a, a blanket statement on it all? Do you think that when, like, when you guys hit on girls and stuff, a pro pro of nothing, not like someone you know, not someone you have a background with or whatever – that it tends to focus on looks or body or whatever you've gotten before you walk up to her like you're you're walking up already trying to get a number or something
0: uh i mean i'll i'll go first um if i see somebody that looks attractive physically Mm -hmm. then i will approach and get to know them on a deeper level but what does that mean well i mean i feel like I'm not gonna hit on somebody that I don't find attractive.
2: So you see an attractive girl at a coffee shop. Yeah. And you're both waiting for your coffee.
0: Yeah. I mean I don't drink coffee. You Hi, think, get me, can I get lemonade?
2: Uh you're at the whiskey store. All right. And you're both waiting for whiskey. Okay. And you she think in sh- the classic Jack Daniel. <laughs> And you think she's hot. Yeah, right so on. So what would you do? Walk, How would you hit on her?
0: I'd walk up to her and be like, Oh, you like whiskey? She'd be like Yeah, I'm at a whiskey store and I'm like, all right, bitchy. I like it. And then I just vibe off of that. And that'd be bitchy back because who doesn't if if a person wants to fuck with you, then you fuck with them. They think that's like a challenge. They enjoy a challenge. So then you enjoy that conversation with them. They call they consider that playful. So you got to play off the energies and play off the energy is a big thing, too. But yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel like in the first five to 10 minutes of a conversation with somebody, you can figure out if it's going to click or not i think a lot of guys try to force that but
2: what uh what were are what are you focusing on in those five to ten minutes
0: i have no fucking idea like
2: right now you're saying like it's whiskey like you go up and talk about whiskey the concept of
0: what, where you're at like what
2: about you matt i i don't understand
0: what you're going you're for at a, you're, at a, I, you're at a you're at a vegetation shop a
1: vegetation shop yeah
2: you're, what at, is that? you're at an aquaponic shop <laughs> an aquaponic with brendan <laughs> Okay.
1: First of all, if Brendan's with me, I'm the last person anyone's. Let <laughs> <on. laughs> me staring at Brendan's eyes the whole time. <laughs> they be like, "Are you his friend?" What like, a beautiful yeah. man that guy is. Um, I don't. I feel like I've always been very bad at hitting on women. Like, just I'm very bad at it. Uh uh-huh. um, But I don't know. For me, it's always been about the conversation. Like, that's where my head goes. Like, even if I walk up to somebody and they're attractive, like, I quickly get lost in the conversation. So, like, my goal, while maybe. I come up thinking, oh, they are very attractive or whatever. I'm not like fucking standing there like, oh, nice ass. Like I'm not, like I'm not focusing on anything else. Like other than trying to have a conversation with them and see where the conversation goes. Like, can they hold a conversation? Like, are they, are they completely shut off? And I can clearly tell they don't want to have this conversation
2: at all. If you don't, that's fine. Like I'll leave you alone. Like, you know, no worries. Um, So that's what I was trying to get it at. Get a lot of what she was saying was like the guys would come up and just talk about like, oh hey like you you look gorgeous so i just wanted to come tell you that blah 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 and then go from there uh or talk about how she looks instead of a finding girl being like what's your, month? What's your of, sign exactly oh, yeah
1: you're
0: a virgo oh i don't know what a virgo means is now. that
2: how you think all girls hit on each other <laughs> That's I talk about astrology I guess
1: so. <laughs> but no i like I, that makes sense because i feel like for guys we tend to think of things like there's it's a straight line like a b but we don't understand a lot of times that you can go in like these different directions to get to the same destination so are we tend to maybe not be necessarily direct but like our intentions are quickly found out yeah. From because it's like if we go too far off the path, we feel like we're steering off into a different direction. So we don't want to go that way. We need to get back to where we're trying to go. You know, as opposed to like it's easier for women to like the same way we know how guys think. Like it's easier for women to understand how another woman thinks. So it's like oh no, this is okay. We'll, we'll get there eventually. Like it's like a slow roll, you know. um And I, as like guys, like we tend to like we take one step to the left and we're like freaking the fuck out. Like I'm losing it. I'm I'm never gonna get this chance again. <laughs> and then by doing that we just shoot ourselves in the foot because we're too fucking forward
0: sometimes things take time and it's hard for us to
1: realize it and uh that's very wise of you Dalton it's
2: personal experience (laughs) personal experience (laughs) when you say you take you veer off does that mean like you veer off and then you is that like you it's the fear of thinking you're gonna be it's gonna be regarded as non-romantic
1: it's very easy to get friend zoned I feel is yeah. a
2: friend zone a thing?
1: Is, fuck yeah, 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 it is. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't think you have to stay in there.
2: How do you? How would you define a friend zone?
1: Uh, I guess. I don't know. Can we
0: do a dictionary with David and figure out what the fuck friend zone actually means?
2: dictionary with Dave. All right. I mean, I think this is dictionary with Dave. Slang trivia, but since we're gonna do that later, Kayla's probably so excited right now.
0: Kayla's. Caleb's such an avid listener, he's probably the most excited person on, on this podcast right now. Friend here.
2: zone. A situation in which a friendship exists between two people, one of whom has an unreciprocated romantic or sexual interest in the other.
0: That's beautiful. That's a beautiful way of explaining. And it goes both
1: ways. It goes both ways. I feel like we tend to think of this as like a guy getting friend zone, but women get friend zone too.
0: Thing. (laughs) Sorry, you get up and it just weirds me out sometimes because I forget that you hurt your sciatica.
2: I'll get to that later. Oh yeah. So you think it's a thing?
0: Yes. No, no, it's it's. I mean, friends was definitely a thing, but like, everything everything can be fixed. But a lot of people don't want to have to go through the process of saying it out loud to the person because they don't want either the answer that they're scared they're going to get, which is denial, or being like not denial of them being like, oh no. That be considered denial? Rejection. Rejection. Thank you, Matthew. You're welcome. Uh, would that be considered rejection? People hate rejection, so it's hard to live with that. And then it's embarrassing. And then, and then too, I feel like
1: you you get comfortable with people. So, like, at, at, I guess to a certain point where you're, like, afraid to have the conversation because you're going to lose the relationship that you do have. Yeah. There's no going back after that.
2: Now, do you think that's different than two people who have, like, started out as friends and then one of them expresses the interest and, was, and you know, maybe asked them out or something like that? And the other person's like, no, sorry. And then the first person's like, "All right, cool. Shot my shot. Whatever. We'll just go back to exactly what was happening before." It won't be. Is the same. that uh, is that being in the friend zone? I mean, technically, yes. Cause I think technically, technically, based off of that definition, yes. And it might help the person move on, though.
1: But I do think that, and also too, I don't think it goes back to normal right away but I think as time passes and I think frequency of seeing each other has a lot to do with things like that too. Like if you're, if you still see that person on a consistent basis, you have to learn how to adapt and figure it out. So it's just kind of like, it may not go all the way back to normal, like what you had before, but there's just going to be like new boundaries set. And like, you guys will figure out your relationship from that point. You know,
2: do you think the friend zone is a power dynamic, I guess, uh, in the sense of like, I think the way you're talking about it is a lot different than, uh, I think how it usually gets thrown around or portrayed where it's, it seems like it has more of a power dynamic than it does. Than it is just a, a situation.
0: I don't know what you mean. So like so, the
2: way it's taught being taught, go ahead. So it's like, she like, I,
1: um I think it's one of those things where it's like the power dynamic is like, in in this instance, let's say the guy is the one controlling the friend zone, right? Like he's the one that's rejecting um, the, the girl. Um, and then it, it's like a power dynamic of like, I'm the prize. You're not going to get me. And I have more power over you because you're, you want me. I don't want you. I thought that was unintentional. Like, I can get you to do
2: stuff a- for me because I know you would want... I'm yeah. gonna dangle I, oh, this. this, this is after, I'm gonna dangle this idea of this is, being together. Oh, this is after
0: the person finds out they like the other person,
1: or or just as
2: long as the person in power quotations knows that they're in power.
1: I, yeah, I, I think that's definitely true. I think that's just the nature of like that relationship, or or like the way that is. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't know how many people. I guess people probably pick up on it. I'm sure they do.
0: Mm. Good guys versus bad boys. Let's talk about but it. I
2: think, I think that's what people—that's what like a lot of girls will reject when people talk about the friend zone. and They say no, the friend zone doesn't exist. Is because
1: I've never heard anyone say that. I've never heard anybody say because that then the guys
2: are like, "Well, she won't date me, so you know I'm being friend zone because she's choosing not to." date I think me. there's a difference. And girls are no, saying, "No, no, 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 no." The
1: friend zone exists. If a guy tells you they're being friend zone and the other person doesn't like admit it, like. I've, it's possible for somebody just to not like somebody. Like I just don't see you in that way, but which it, which alludes to the friend zone. But the I feel like the friend zone. I feel like there has to be the power dynamic in
2: the friend zone. So I don't know if I'm contradicting myself from earlier. I don't. I think what I'm realizing right now is one is a noun and one is a verb. Maybe the situation can be a friend zone, but I I think you're saying like a person can't friend zone. Someone, I have no idea, dude.
0: I got lost. I'm been, I've been fucking lost. That's all
2: right. If you wanna, if you wanna parse through that on your own yeah. at home and write into us and tell us exactly what we're trying to say, whatever parse what the right thing is.
1: This is about my pay grade, guys. I'm, but, not, I'm uh, just a salesman.
2: Yeah. Then they also talk about uh, the other thing where guys are always like, "No, girls just want a bad guy. They just want to do this. That's all they want." So why good
1: uh, girls
0: like bad guys?
2: And so. If you agreed with that, or if you didn't, why do you think that is a thing?
0: I think that's a thing? Ah, uh, this is a hard question, Yeah, hear. I, I,
1: these are rough. So, I <laughs> 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 didn't say it like that. So, so, <laughs>
0: um, I think a lot of stuff of why women like bad boys, um, is a sense of, It's like one. It's very popularized in culture, media culture.
2: Well, let me give you the thesis of what was being (laughs) said, which is just: girls don't like being treated like shit. Girls don't like, but they like bad boys. But they like, and that's how does that? So I just wanted to put that out there as you go on with
0: this. I'm confused. now. So keep going
2: with what you were going, Dalton. Um, Okay, so I'm
0: just gonna sit that down.
1: (laughs) So I. (laughs) <laughs> it's worse. <laughs> so, I don't think girls... No, girls don't like to be treated like shit, right? However, girls also don't necessarily like to get every single thing that they want. And neither do guys. Like, guys, some guys don't like to get every single thing that they want, and they also don't like to be treated like shit. I think social... Uh, not social media, but, like, media in general, because who's usually the romantic um, interest in a movie? is not the... It it's you. It's not the guy who ends up with the girl. It's at not the, end, the good guy the that's always there for you her. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's the bad boy that's until, the, until the end. Until the end, when the weed. main
2: bad guy until the main love interest is revealed to be a bad guy. Yeah,
1: but but the thing is that like the other individual, uh, the quote unquote bad guy is usually the interest for most of it. So I think that you know you start watching that at a young age, like that's impressed upon you, right? Um, and then you know you get the fucking nice ass car. You know he doesn't give a fuck what anybody thinks. You know does all that like that just is slowly being like taught like socially this is what you should be looking for so naturally that's gonna come through in you know what you think you should be looking for in a significant other um but then as you as you get older some people grow out of it some people like some people like that's just what they like like they never do that but I don't think that necessarily means that they need to be treated like shit I think that what they like about it is the thrill the danger like you need unpredictable. You never know what's going to come up. You know, I think that that has a lot to do with it more so than like the actual act of being treated, you know, poorly.
0: I don't really have anything to say to this.
2: You were the one who started it. Yeah. Then I got lost. I don't know. How the hell does Cobra Kai fit in? Yeah.
0: What the fuck? Why is Cobra Kai in this?
2: (laughs) Because it was like good guys versus bad boys. And it was like the, what my research like the articles I was finding was like girls are attracted to that because it exudes like protection and uh, like hyper-masculine traits. And it seemed like they like that when it's applied to the world, but not, not when it's quite understanding that it's that if they're applying it to the world, they're applying it to everything, including their partner, which is mm-hmm. then what av- ends up happening. Uh, and just the idea of like, good and bad and then tying it to Cobra Kai which we've been watching which really like not Dalton but Matt and Matt and I had been talking about it and just the idea of how it's not really like the Karate Kid had a very clear good guy and a very clear bad guy and this show is almost like entirely about neither Mm -hmm. and just
1: it, it reminds me of this documentary that I watched and it's this it's a little documentary uh, huh it's a little documentary it's a little documentary that I watched um, and in the, the very first intro I remember um, I don't remember anything else about the documentary but I remember this opening line and it's uh, somebody from the secret service and he goes when you start to interview different terrorist, terrorist groups and different other people who've done like some bad shit it's scary how true it is that there's no such thing as the bad guy Right, Like we, here in America, we think about these things and it's kind of changing now. But like when 9-11 happened, it was very clear. Like in America, it was this is we are the good people. They are the bad people. Right. Um, but when you go and if you talk to the other side, they also have reasons for doing things. And so it's like, you know, then when you talk to them, they see themselves as the good guys and we're the bad guys. And then when you talk to the other side, it's like everybody thinks that they're the good guy. So in all-encompassing, like, there's no bad guy, you know? And it kind of, like, this this show um, takes that clear-cut good versus bad, and then now, like, as you learn more about both sides of the original TV, the original movie, like, you start to realize, like, oh, shit, no, like, there's, there's reasons for everything. Not saying that what happened in 9-11 or anything, giant, massive-scale, terrible disasters is justified in any way, shape, or form. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is that, like, when you talk to somebody, let's you know you, me, and Dalton get into a big fight. You know, David talks to Dalton first, and naturally sides with Dalton because he's like, "How can Matt do that?" Blah blah blah. And then he comes and talks to me, and here's my side of the story. Like, it's a little harder. The the lines get gray a little quicker, I guess. You know,
2: still nothing.
0: I I know, not really. I don't know. Good guys, bad guys. They both suck.
2: Well, you know, they both suck. It's
0: it's all a mindset. That's a hot take. Well,
2: okay. Hold on. Go into that.
0: Okay. So you got good guys and bad guys. The good guys always think, I feel like there's a concept of somebody always want to be better than the other person, right? So you got bad guys who think they're better than everyone else because they don't follow the rules. got the good guys that think they're better because they are following the rules. So obviously they're going to stand out, but they won't stand out because the bad guys stand out, right? So then you get a girl in between that, looking at the bad boys, thinking, that, oh, that's cool. Looking at the good guys, thinking, oh, that's safe. Girls usually in the movies, they want danger, so they go for the bad guys. And they the good guys out of it. But then they realize that they want safety in the end, so they go to the good guys. And the bad guys get left alone, drunk in a bar somewhere. That's how it always ends up. But at the end of the day, like that's not really real. That's not real. Like, I could be a good and bad guy at the same time, in somebody's point of view. You know what I mean? And like Matthew could be a good guy to me and a bad guy to somebody else. And he probably is. Right? Same for me. I'm a good guy to somebody, and a bad guy to somebody else. Same for you. Like no one is one thing.
1: Do you think this sounds like us justifying when we all got friend zone when we were younger? <laughs> uh maybe. I don't know.
0: I mean, I I feel like uh even getting back to the friend zone thing, that just it's it's something that everyone it's a has mindset. every everybody goes through. Everybody goes through it. Um, it's whether you want to get out of it or you just kind of say, well, this is the way it is. It's very simple and accept it You can accept it.
2: Yeah, let's move on to a break. Oh, I need a water actually. So Dalton, why did you bring us over here? Why did you call us all?
0: Well, let me tell you for the first time, David, uh, <laughs> uh, Matthew proclaimed. He's, he's the proclaimed synonym version it.
2: of my mom. He's a pop punk version of your mom. I'm pop punk mom. <laughs> Uh,
0: but so my mom's gaudy style is a lot of like red and gold, bright like red and gold from home goods. Like it's just it's, it's it's artsy, but it's not like my type of artsy.
1: But the thing is, is that it's it's art that's so bold and in your face that every time my mom shows somebody what she got, it's one of those things like. Oh, it, so
2: if you yeah, it's so nice. If you want the dictionary term, gaudy is extravagantly bright or showy. Mm-hmm. So mine. Typically, so as to be tasteless.
1: So then, so you think now you stuff have. Is tasteless? So now, <laughs> I so don't you, think you. Stuff so now you way. have Dalton, who does the same thing, only on like a different scale. Explain, where Matthew, what where the fuck is the scale? Dalton has two art pieces, which are incredibly done, by the way. Um, they're great pieces. They're great pieces.
2: They look amazing. But they're just terrifying. And I have more than just but two. Are- I actually have
1: four art pieces:
0: two from Jimmy Jam, Boom Bam; one from the artist at like at WonderCon that we got that you got me the Avatar one, and another from another artist at WonderCon that I really liked his work.
2: But they are extravagantly bright and showy. Yes. And now explain to the audience
1: why I even said this in the first place.
0: Because there's this guy on TikTok. His artist. Uh, he's his art is, is it's like the big artwork, but it's like very pop punkish, very like kind of like disoriented different types of colors um there's not really a a a true meaning to it it's just it's a good way of explaining how my head works to be honest and i really i really connect with the piece and i really like his artwork their stuff is like around like 300 bucks a piece and they come in super big frames and i was going to put it over my bed um and matthew said i'm just like mom and i don't agree with that term i think i just like original art I like that uh, that it's one piece that this guy does and it's beautiful.
2: Good good for you. what's uh, you want a shoddy todium? Yeah Shaddy Tadium
0: I can't remember his name right now. I gotta go back on the the the, the talk Tickety talk and figure it out.
2: All right mm. well, can
1: I make a, a correction to something that I said last week before I had any knowledge of actually what was going on? Yeah, yeah do it all right you guys mm-hmm. so we'll stop. Last week I made a couple things one off the air, one on the air. Uh, off the air, I told David that I had GameStop stock, and he gave me this weird look, like, "How are you not more excited about this?" <laughs> Turns out, when he was explaining it to me, I wasn't really listening, and I heard "game," um, and so then "game" made me think of David Buster because I have stock in that. So you didn't uh, have stock in GameStop, you had stock. No, stock not at in all, David Buster. But you did buy <laughs> Doge stock. I did buy Doge stock. Um, but uh, Game, Doge uh, not GameStop. Uh, David Buster stock also did really well. That day, just I think through everything, As part of it. So then it was kind of like when you brought that up, I was like, yeah, like it, it's up, like I'm happy, but I mean it's not like anything crazy. So I didn't understand. So then when we talked about it on the on the um episode, I realized I was like, it was before I had done any research on it. So
2: let's. It was also like that was while the it was day. happening. Yeah, yeah, it was the day it started. So then the next couple of days, we were so close. We were so close to being like you know right there Mm. we were there with it yeah which is why we had no idea what was happening
1: yeah so um i'm gonna put it in the terms that i understand so it'll be very simple for all of us if especially if you're not into the stock market um basically there's a subreddit that got together said hey let's all buy this stock everybody goes everyone buys the stock stock goes up because now there's a bunch of volume for the stock so the price rises up Everybody freaks out. Hood says, yo, you can't buy any more of these so we can take care of all of the people, which is very ironic because their name is Robinhood. Um, and instead of stealing from the rich to give to the poor, they stop the poor from participating in free trade. To become rich. So, and then now uh, GameStop <laughs> has fallen back down to earth and they're sitting at about a $52 per share. But the guy that right.
2: did start it put $50,000 in. I can't remember how much it cost at the time, but when it was at its highest, that 50000 well, he kept putting, because he did that about like two years ago. He kept putting in more money every time like it dropped. Uh, so I think at the end of it he had invested a total of like a hundred and forty five thousand.
1: Is he the one that ended up with like eleven mil or and something? And he like
2: ended that? up with thirty seven million dollars. And he pulled out. You, no, he's still holding. He sold like I think I think he stole he sold like He sold enough to get four, a mil, yeah, and four he's million like, or do something.
0: You, do you guys think if you guys truly I would have pulled out if you if you truly focus on the whole like stock market stuff do you think you guys could actually make a living off it i know i couldn't i I just don't think i'd, I'd be able to understand it or even the anxiety of wondering if my, my that, money's being lost. the
1: last part is what would stop me yeah, yeah. I,
2: I would be a fucking stressed i'm out mess. way, way hard. too bullish so hard. and that guy that guy was a financial manager yeah, yeah. like yeah. so he he already did that for a living and then this was just him doing a like, on his own time.
1: That's something where you you really have to let the market tell you what's going to happen. Because, like, if you can read the charts and you understand it, you have to take emotion aside from it. Mm-hmm. Which is why, like, for my version of this is fantasy football, I don't draft 49er players because I'm way too emotionally invested in that. You know? On, on rare occasions where it's either, like, a rookie we drafted or, like, a sleeper and I have that. Like, I've just been hearing this name a lot through, like, everybody that I follow. Then I'll draft and I'll let them sit. But even with that, I'll dra- I've drafted rookies before that nobody's heard of. Week one started because they did really well in training camp, but they don't even see the field. But, like, I know that I'm that emotional about that one particular thing. So if I were to invest in stocks, I feel like the people that do the best are the ones that are willing to look at the data for what it is and not skew it to what my, emotionals, my emotional beliefs and my emotions are telling me. Yeah. You know? yeah, I get way too butthurt. I'd be like, man, this is fucking stupid. Yeah. So, I had no idea what the hell was going on last week, so I just wanted to clarify for you guys. Uh, so, sorry if I misled anybody.
2: But yeah, we're not going to go too much into it. Nah. Literally everyone has. There's all the memes about it. So, instead, we're going to go into our segments.
1: Slang Trivia. We Ooh. don't have
2: a theme for this one.
1: Do we? I don't know. No, we don't. That's we can make one that. That. We don't. So, I'll make one up. But, just all did. right. So, as,
2: as usually is.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, you got to go.
2: <laughs> Dalton's so much better than you at that. I He's seen a couple Brand more videos. <laughs> Not wrong. As we usually go uh, into this segment, Matt's going to turn the camera, the computer away from him.
0: Whoa, whoa, we were.
2: We are going to unhighlight all of these. Yeah, do that and bum, get bum, right into it. Bum, bum, bum. Whenever you're ready, Dalton.
1: Hit me, big guy. <laughs> okay, hold on on a scale of one to ten how how much, how many of these am I gonna know? you' are you're gonna know, you're gonna know none of them none of them
0: uh, maybe one or two. One or two We'll start we'll start from the top.
1: From, from the top.
0: Yeah. all right. all right uh, <laughs> I want you to put this in a sentence. I'm not gonna explain it to you or nothing. I'm so not, no, no meaning just use it in a sentence. just use it in a sentence kay. however you think it should be used.
1: Ready? <sighs> oh, I hate this segment. First okay. word Stan Stan. I stand with my queens. <laughs> what does it mean? Stan. It means like I take a
2: stand for them. I'm standing up. Just take a stance. How do you spell that word? S-T-A-N. And that means to take a stand. Yeah. Or to take a stance. Mm-hmm. King. This just makes me stand. think of my yeah. different words. fish. I, I'm linking all the words so you can look up the actual oh definition after.
1: David? Oh this just makes me think of Stan the man. Have I ever told you guys about Stan the Man? No. All right, man, guys. Matt, why didn't you... Color- what the heck did you do to this thing? Do what? Can, can I fix your mouse after this? Yeah, sure. That's fine. You so, Stan shit, man. the Man. I had a beta fish in college. Whoa. Monique Bottom for me. You remember him, Dalton? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> remember Stan? <laughs> well, who's Stan? Stan, my beta fish. I fucking remember Stan. He's the best fish ever. He was super cool. Every time I, I, I had this little bowl in my dorm room uh shouty toddy my roommate Stephen tank he uh took care of him when i went home on the weekends and i whenever i would clean the bowl i would put my finger in and stan would swim up and he was a uh uh he would like get really mad he's like a chinese fighting fish so he'd fight other fish but he loved my finger because i would put my finger in and stan would swim up and he'd rub himself against my finger and i got to like pet him it was super cool um and then one day I went to go clean Stan's bowl, and I, like, scooped him out with my hand to, like, put him into, um, like, the other bowl while I cleaned the main one. And Stan freaked the fuck out, jumped out, smacked himself on the floor. I'm pretty sure he gave himself a concussion. And, then, and then I, like, cleaned the – I, like, put him back in the bowl really quick. And then, like, he just kind of, like, was, like, swimming in circles for a little bit. And then, like, a couple of days later, he was fine. all seemed well. He was doing his normal thing. And then one day, I, don't, I, I think he got sick or something because he looked really gray and passed away.
0: Now you're, now what you said about King standing for our queens makes so much more sense. Wait, so, so you didn't know of that it? story with the fish? No, because of the, this definition. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so Stan. A reference to an Eminem song, Stan. The song is about an overly obsessed fan named Stan who writes letters to Eminem and ends up driving off a bridge with his pregnant wife because Eminem didn't write him back. The term means a very, very overzealous and obsessed fan of a celebrity, band, cast, or uh, of a TV show or movie. So person one, I just love Ariana Grande so much I would die for her. I would track her every move if I could.
1: Person two, whoa, don't be such a stan. Oh, so there's a guy named Stan. So standing for our queens means we're obsessed with our queens. Yeah. Ah. All right, ready for your second word? Hit me. Scuzz bucket. Scuzz bucket. Scuzz bucket. So it's a bucket, obviously. Um. But in a sense. Hey bro, you got any of them scuzz buckets? <laughs> 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 uh
0: okay, so if I say more, let me say, let me give it a different saying. Um scuzz
1: bucket. It's just a uh, scuzz bucket? Scuzz, scuzz bucket fucking, oh. it was it would be a scuzz bucket
0: not oh close, <laughs> close. <laughs> it would be
1: so uh, it means
0: a repulsive or disgusting person or thing.
1: thing ah, okay what like, is oh, but what, like what are the two originating words what does scus mean scuzz a
0: scuzz a repulsive person
1: is that like slang? I mean, I've, this is fucking slang trivia, man. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, but, 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 like, where, where does scuds? Like, like, what part of the world or country does scuds come from? Don't worry about it. If you're gonna put me on the spot, I need answers. <laughs> Shut up, bitch.
2: <laughs> it's just, it's from America. Is it? Yeah. Oh.
0: All right. <laughs> Wait, that's all one, right? That's all one. Yeah, that's what I thought. All right. <laughs> I don't, I don't know how to say this. It's not like saying it in, in like a thing. Um, ready? Yeah okay
1: uh come on snake let's rattle
2: (laughs) (laughs) it's how people in the midwest get them to go have sex
1: (laughs) um hold on
2: oh it's like a presentation you have to scroll down until you see it use it in a sentence matt
1: hey baby let's go snake let's go rattle (laughs) you already forgot how it goes i did yes when do you think when do you think it's from I don't know. What, what
2: time period do you think it's from? Uh, 20s. The 20s? Yeah. No. No? Too late? This is, yeah. Really? No, it's too early. The too early. The 1800s. The 1920s was too early Too. Early. of a guess. Oh,
1: I thought I meant like too early, like too, okay.
2: Um, the
1: think 70s? Think
2: no. 50s. Really? There you go. That doesn't sound like a 50s term to you?
0: Come on, snake. Let's rattle.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah,
0: I guess I could see it. It's like a fighting term, right?
2: No, you couldn't find it? No. It means, can I have this dance?
0: Oh, I did not fucking think that. Yeah, I mean Come on,
1: snake. Let's rattle.
0: Nah.
1: Or it could Was be there a like-
2: dance called the rattle? Is that why it's... No, but when you shake, you rattle. Wait, like so what's the, what's the slang trivia? Is
1: it that sentence? Like the whole sentence? Come on, snake. Let's rattle. See, I've, I've been
2: I've been duped. James. That is the whole sentence.
1: Yeah, but see, I was expecting a word. All these other ones are words. All right. Slang
2: trivia. Mm. All
1: right,
0: how would you use this in
2: a Wait, sentence, Matt?
1: since you're walking by... Uh, take your headphones off. There's a white claw in there. Will you hand it to me?
0: All right, next part. Wetter than an otter's pocket.
1: Use that in a sentence. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> water is wetter than an otter's pocket. <laughs> um... Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Good <talk. laughs>
0: Jesus, David.
1: Hey, yes, Sadaka, be nice. I don't care. Let's leg up any higher. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. I'm done. I quit. I retired. That,
2: so you don't know what it is. You don't know what wetter than an pocket is.
1: Use it. Use it in a sentence, Matt. Come on. It, it, is it where my mind wants to Just go? Say it. Yeah. Just say go it. Go for it. Say it. Damn, baby, this is wetter than an otter's pocket.
2: Wow, no, that's gross.
0: What's wrong <laughs> fuck with you? you, you know Fucking that's disgusting. what I was talking about. I can't what is to it say it on the podcast. This is a PG podcast. Shut
1: up, you said so much worse.
0: Fuck off. PG
2: are pretty great.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Let's not give it that much He's credit. He's so proud of that right now. Uh, okay, wetter than an otter's pocket. A pickup line. Usually used by males from the 90s with a cool Mexican mustache and a good hentai girl. <laughs> <laughs> Moan imitation. They usually hit on young people's middle-aged moms, just like Kasura. Katsura. 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 Katsura.
2: Yep. Go. Katsura. Katsura. Keep going. Katsura.
0: Regardless of how old the woman looks. Uh, so I'm going to do the people. So you got Joe. Joe. Yo, are you Jojo's mom? Jojo's mom? Why? Joe. Because you smell wetter than an otter's pocket. And then JoJo's mom, OMG, marry me now.
1: <laughs> that literally
2: makes zero fucking sense.
0: Is that mean she smells ice? I still don't even know. Is that mean she, smells, means she smells, smells nice?
2: I don't know. It's on Urban Dictionary. You smell wetter than, <laughs> than
0: an otter's pocket. Wetter than an
2: otter's pocket. Oh. I just like that it can only be used by a specific subset of people.
0: <laughs> okay. You babe. And on you. a specific
2: subset of people. Oh, wait, hold on. You, babe,
0: you're wetter than an otter's pocket. Your girlfriend. I just watched Thomas Gibson verbally degrade someone in Criminal Minds. <laughs> do you want a role play? <laughs> <laughs> so I guess it is kind of using Matt's term as well.
1: Hey, how wet do you think an otter's pocket is? Do they got do they have Do they
0: have pockets?
2: I don't think they have pockets. Young girl. I don't whoa, know, but they. She's gotta I'm be not, full of blood too if they're in Singapore. It, it, oh yeah, do you have any updates of the the otter wars?
0: No, we haven't gotten any yet. Dalton, sorry.
1: I hate have I told you guys how much I hate when Dalton comes up to me. And goes, yeah, you have, nah, bro, dude. This is fucking crazy. And he tells me the, the headline, and I'm all, anything else? He goes, I don't know. And I'm like, why are you so excited about something but you know nothing about it?
0: That's the best part about it. What were you going really to you gonna say? I was going to say something?
1: Yeah. Is there another word? No. Is that it? That's it. I can you turn it back? Yeah, you can turn it back.
2: All right. Well, that's the end of slang trivia, and so we go into our signature segment. Is it? Segment. Segment?
1: <laughs> Is it- <laughs> 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 Rewind. <laughs> All right, ready? one, two, three. Is, Is it cannon,
2: it- bro?
0: That hurt. I that one hurt.
2: Yeah. And this week's Is It Canon actually comes to us. We don't know. We're going in blind From Dalton. Salty Dalton. Salty Dalton. Okay. I thought you were going to do. it <laughs> hey, I thought you were going to do sac- Sexy Sax Man. No. Because you that. started that. Salty salty. Oh, okay. I kind of like that one better.
0: Michael wouldn't like it, though. You didn't even sing it the way Michael sang it. Sorry, Michael. It goes.
1: Salty Dalton. You're so salty. Nah, I can't like mine better.
0: All right, ready? Sure. So this one is about Saddam Saddam Hussein. Oh,
2: God. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's do it. Just.
0: Saddam Hussein had a, had a Stargate.
2: He had a Stargate, like from the movie, like from the TV show Stargate. No, I'll read to you. Okay, we're going to need a couple.
0: <coughs> this is going to go real deep. Mitchell's going to love this. The theory that the second Gulf War was waged in order to, to close a Stargate owned by Saddam Hussein. Thus, preserving the ambitions of the New World Order and preventing an alien invasion of Earth is not exactly widespread. However, if you study the picture above closely, it looks especially like Saddam could be saying Stargate. Yeah, mate, it's out the back. Want to have a look? (laughs) 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 And that's evidence enough for us. It also has as much evidence as this website has.
2: That's that's (laughs) as much evidence as... (laughs) I
1: never thought... (laughs)
0: <laughs> I didn't read the whole thing oh. I thought I had so much more in there <laughs> The website The evidence as, as to why this is true The evidence says This website You click the link it goes to the same exact website
1: <laughs> Okay I realize I've been, I've been, I've been boozled <laughs> Again, again, we got
2: this to happen-, happen in real time. Again,
1: Dalton just reads the <laughs> fucking headline and doesn't read anything else. Hold on, I'm going to find a good one right now.
2: <laughs> are you typing in,
1: are you Googling, is it canon, bro, to see what comes up?
2: Are you finding another one based on Saddam Hussein, or are you just finding another, is it canon in general?
1: Um, <laughs> neither, I don't Bro, know. just type in weird, weird Canadian conspiracy theories and just click on the first one
0: weird canadian yeah know?
1: why does it have to be canadian i don't know i was watching a canadian uh how do you spell weird uh w <laughs> <laughs> i
0: don't need your help anymore it showed <laughs> me on google <laughs> hey
1: bro they know you can't count they were hoping you could spell <laughs> <laughs> you okay david yeah okay I'm sorry if I heard you say it. You you want to give us an update on your sciatica? Will Dalton find something?
2: Yeah, I've got sciatica. It sucks. Oh, wow. I got sciatica, what, a year and a half ago? Did you
0: hear um, Australia had uh, their first COVID case and they shut down the whole, like, everything shut down. The whole country? Yeah. Yeah,
2: they're going to catch that thing early. Thank you for them. I didn't even know. I thought they had it and then they beat it. I, don't know. Never, I, I never, I don't reached think they ever their... got it. Really? I thought they did.
1: I thought they did, but they shut down super quick just because New make sure Zealand it got good. it.
2: Yeah. And then they beat it. Yeah. And Italy. Is Italy not doing not? I think they're fine now. I think Europe is mostly fine. I think it's just us. <sighs> yeah. It's really just us. Um, I'm just going to fucking stuff. go off this one. I yeah. have
0: no idea what the fuck's going to happen. So. Yeah. Uh, I feel
1: like we do better when we don't know. What's wrong with it?
0: This is this is from Political Revolution. <laughs> what the fuck, David? <laughs> he does not like this. this every every
1: time we fuck up, David's like, <laughs> I, damn it, I got
0: it. All right, so this is called my my close friend got red pilled. What do I do?
2: So this is, we're not talking about Saddam Hussein's Stargate anymore. No. I'm very interested in that original one. Do you think it's canon?
0: Uh, I don't think so. Do you think
2: Saddam Hussein had a Stargate that was going to let aliens come through and invade and take over the New World Order? Fuck you.
1: It. Why not? Canon,
2: Why? Because he's dead now, so he can't defend himself? I don't, I mean, think, he, I he's don't think he's dead. Canon, You don't think he's dead? I don't think so, dude. You think he's with Elvis? Probably. Okay,
0: on hold on. I want to read this. I I don't know how this is going to go. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all. A dear friend of mine moved to another state roughly a year ago. This That is only relevant because it means, one, our communication is limited, and two, he has been away from his, commu- his past community. Since COVID started, he has been going down a rabbit hole of far right q anon alex jones etc uh every conspiracy theory in the book what's weird is that he was one of the most gentle kind of revolutionary humans i've ever known gentle kind of revolutionary
2: gentle you? and kind are in the same family but revolutionary so I feel is like a little... it's the
0: opposite right i don't feel no, like that has to be opposite you don't no. have
2: to be like really mean to be me revolutionary okay it's... okay Um,
0: he wanted to start a co-op agricultural and physical healing center slash community. He was anti-capitalist, anti-racist, environmentally conscious of all, like all of it, whatever that means. Uh, now he worships Trump, thinks Hillary eats babies (laughs) and thinks that Tucker Carlson, I don't know who that is. And Alex Jones are the prophets of truth and triumph, uh, triumph, triumph, truth. And Trump is the what, what? Hold on. Chuck Carlson, Alex Jones are the prophets of truth, and Trump is the Messiah. He has bought multiple firearms for national security purposes. Okay. The list goes on. Question one What the hell happened? How can someone do a full 180 pivot looking for some sociological and physiological explanations? What can I do? This isn't a conspiracy theory. This is just somebody just. All right. Well, uh, the
2: conspiracy theory is that there's something that makes people turn. I think we should take it from is it canon
1: to. uh, the boys' room, because our boys struggling. We need to solve it.
2: All right. Well, well the good thing is that Trump is not in office anymore, anymore. So I feel like but a lot that- of, it, you have a lot of people going one way or the other. They're either, this is basically like when you know who, you know, died in 1991, and you had you a lot of people coming back to the ministry saying, oh, I was imperialist. I was taking control of, mind control of. The whole time, that wasn't actually me. All right, so we'll do mind control And then then. have other people that were like, no, he was legit. He was the one, and they got sent to prison. I got it. So and that's kind of like what's happening now. Mind control. Yeah, so
1: mind control. That's our topic for Izzy Cannon.
2: Have done that before?
1: It's fine. We'll do it again. Do you think – yeah. All right, well, let's answer this guy's question, and then we'll go into mind control <laughs> in a second. So, <laughs> what was the question? So this guy moves – to a different spot, leaves his community, which kind of like community in particular is an interesting word. It automatically made me think, like, okay, is he coming from a cult? Fuck, like, which then would make sense.
2: Well, it's a co op. You know what co ops are, right? No, I don't know. Like it. What's well, a co op? Co ops are like basically where it's like those villages where everyone is everyone's, like, all the children are the children of the commune. Okay. And like so, everyone lives but, together and so, uses everything together. So
1: so my, my thinking is, is, okay, say co op. Um, cult, whatever you want to call it. If somebody leaves that environment, they're susceptible to whatever. Like, they if they haven't had anything else enter their mind, they haven't ever really had to like sit down and question and have to think about things through. You know, in a, in a rational manner. Yeah, you don't have those borders or those barriers to kind of like bounce bounce things it's off like, of, right? It's like one extreme or the other. He doesn't know how to like. sit in the middle yeah Yeah. so then it that would make sense of if he now he leaves his community yeah and then all of a sudden you turn on the news especially for the last you know like two years yeah it's been nothing but QAnon, trump and and all that stuff Mm -hmm. so it would make sense that like if he sees that especially you know the large media outlets which are you know we're pushing all of that if that's all you're getting constantly when you're turning on the tv it would make sense that that's what you believe including
0: with social media how it's been even like in the past four years yeah with so many conspiracies and so many things coming out because of trump in office and being like oh these are these are the reasons why this is how he did it so I'm, i can see how he, him getting sucked into alex jones and all that stuff conspiracy wise would be really big But, but,
1: but, and then also too coming from the, the way of being like when he, it's, you know, even the comments of him being a, you know, just a kind, gentle revolutionary, you know, it tells you that like he was bought into whatever that community believed in. So he was already, he might have that, I don't want to call it an extreme personality, but like he's more likely to lean completely to one side or the other than find that middle. He
0: can't just do 50 50.
1: So say that, say that's, say that's me. I move out and all of a sudden you become vegetarian we talk and i have just i I become veg just complete veg what do you think How, how do you in that scenario where i've taken the red pill completely on one side what does that conversation between you and i look like like is there a point where you're just like there's no breaking through like this might just be better for me to just sever ties and just kind of like let that relationship be uh every holiday type situation Ugh.
0: I feel like even coming at that conversation would be kind of rough. I feel like that's what this guy's going through is he's he's like I used to be such good friends with them, but now I can't have a conversation with them. And maybe he takes maybe this guy takes political views as serious as as his friend does. So maybe that's why he's not connecting. They try to they instead of talking about it, they argue about it, which is a lot of problems that a lot of both sides have. You know, they they can't just have a conversation; they have to argue with why they're right. Um, so I feel like maybe that's why is like. <clears throat> He was trying to have a conversation and, you know, didn't want to hear anything that his friend wanted to say and his friend didn't want to hear anything he wanted to say. So then, boom, now he's a far right guy who believes in all these things. And I don't know. I want to believe some of the stuff that this guy said, but I feel like he's just at this point, he's like, oh, I've lost my friend. I've lost everything because of Trump, because of this. But in reality, like this guy just just agreed with the point more than he did, more than the more than the other side and there's not really a bad thing about it it's just what he's what his views are
2: i think it's more the complete reversal of lifestyle yeah. after that change mm-hmm. of who he believes in
0: yeah but i mean that's just if if he's surrounding himself in, the, in that knowledge you know like that's what he's gonna believe and when you're not around those people that have the same views as you you tend to lean a certain way more and more but this guy does seem extreme like Either this side or that side, nothing else.
1: Yeah, yeah and I think that's like, you know where the world becomes black and white tends to make things a little rough, especially in that you know, in this situation. But you know, with that being said, is like, m- does mind control exist in the way that we think, or is mind control more complex and subtle? Was it as like propaganda? So like, because when we when at least when I think about mind control, I think about people being like. Now, like, I'm in your mind. Like, I want to say it's, like, you, necessarily you know I
0: mean? mind control, but, like, just him opening himself up to a different thought process.
1: And, like, being being willing to entertain those things? Yeah. maybe And maybe he
0: felt like he should. Maybe that's why he left. Because he's like, what else? Like, what am I not seeing?
2: Like, But that's open-mindedness, I think, versus mind control, which is against against the person's your will, will. yeah I, yeah yeah so i yeah. guess in this situation no. like it just it curiosity. sounds like he drank the kool-aid pretty hard but that's interesting because manipulation is like a weird thing where it's not open-mindedness and it's not <clears throat> against the person's will so what's so what's the
1: difference between manipulation and intermittent reinforcement well, well let's start with definitions What is intermittent reinforcement?
2: Intermittent reinforcement is the idea of um, someone who gives not negative response or not negative encouragement or positive encouragement, but intermittent encouragement, which means it is just random and the level also doesn't uh, consist of any type of pattern. And so it's a manipulation tactic that that uh, that people use to get people kind of like to get under people's skin or like get people on their hook or whatever.
1: Yeah. So you see this a lot with people that um, a lot of people that are intentionally manipulative, whether they're conscious of it or not, when they will give an individual all their attention straight out the gate. Right, right when they meet, just all this attention. And somebody that, you know, likes attention, like, you soak that in. You're like, this is awesome, right? And then, you know, after a couple months go by, either A, you disagree with the person for the first time, or B, something happens and, and some there's a disagreement of some kind. And the person in quote unquote power in the situation, the manipulator, realizes that right they don't like it it's not how things have been going it's not you're not agreeing with them 24 7 so then all of a sudden what they do is instead of just being like hey i don't like this is why or trying to like find a a a reasoning for it or giving you an answer or trying to find a, a settlement they take their praise and attention and take it down to zero immediately complete ignoring right and then what happens is now like you're like, as the person that wants their attention, you're like, well, what the fuck? Like, what happened, right? And so then you, like, you want their attention, so you try and start to get it. And then what you're talking about, the intermittent reinforcement, is every once in a while, instead of giving you a bu- all their attention, they'll give you a little more than they usually do now. And you're like, oh, oh, okay, like, it's coming back, it's coming back. Always wanting to get back to that full 100%, but you're never going to get it. Because now you've started to, you know, uh, like since you like disagreed with them or whatever that, that first situation was, it goes from a hundred to zero. And now they give you like
2: five, 10, 15, 20, and then there's usually a baseline
1: or somewhere around like 15
2: to 20%. They said, well, they said the, the point was to devalue it enough where they had to give minimal efforts. Like they would give maybe 25 or something like that. And you'd be like, Oh, great. Cool. I'm getting something. Mm hmm. But even then, you know a 100, you're only getting 25. So maybe you'd start pulling away because you knew you weren't getting as much. And then when, and then when that it, happens, they give you a lot to pull you then, back in. And then they would give you nothing again just to keep you confused and on mm-hmm. your toes. Yeah. And they would continually find like what's the base amount that they can give you to keep you around, to keep you around. And then like after so many of those cycles... They can get you down to instead of giving a hundred percent. Now they only need to give you ten percent, and you think it's like you feel like it's a hundred or something. Mm-hmm. Right. But the person who's on the other side is like in a constant state of confusion. Yeah, I, I cannot imagine. I'm
1: confused from hearing that.
2: That's because we're intermittently reinforcing. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: what this podcast is about. Yeah. No, but that that stuff's crazy to me. Like that, all that psychology play, and it's crazy to me how people are able to do these things without even knowing that they're doing it. Like consciously. How they, do you think they learn like psychopaths that? Psychopaths and stuff? Uh psychopaths, sociopaths. Like I think there's like different I don't I don't mean I don't guess we don't really need to put a title on it, but just like individuals in general. I think they learn it from their parents. Um, or maybe even like family members. I don't think that it's something that is like, hey, it's not like a textbook. It's not like we learn in school, you know, like you sit down and like you're handed cards on fucking intermittent reinforcement, you know? It's just like either A, you learn it socially, or B, you learn it through like uh experience so david does that to me right takes me through that whole cycle and then finally i cut ties with david because i like realize what it is but then i realize how much attention that i desired from david because he did that so then i go and i do that to other people to get Mm -hmm. them to want to be around me all the time and do these different Mm -hmm. things you know yeah so
2: but um oh shit what did i just have in my mind Uh, but so you think then you think then that like a person lies from other people. A person learns to lie from other people. It's not something they can they can discover on their own. No.
1: No. I think everybody learns how to do it because we all want to get what we want. And so we learn early on. We're rewarded when we say the right things. Yeah. And so then it becomes, I want this. So I know if I say this, I will get what I want. So I will say whatever I need to, to get what I want, especially at an early age.
2: It's a very Locke – I had to look it up. It's a very Locke uh, way of thinking yeah. where Locke is men are by nature peaceful and Hobbes was by nature – men are by nature uh, violent and evil or evil.
1: Um, I think we're self-serving. I don't think – we're necessarily I don't think we can put humanity in one side or the other I think it's just kind of a mixture but I think that everybody is self-serving where we all want what we want and we'll do whatever it takes to get that and then you learn that like through the course of like our childhood like um, I have one of my mentors he tells me all the time he's like you don't need to teach your kids how to lie, cheat, and steal everybody knows how to do that you know what I mean like I, I, I have a clear goal of what I want and then I will do whatever
2: it takes to get there you know Don, what are you squaring up with? Oof, so much. Um Oh, you do have a lot to choose from. I thought you were gonna pick something very immediate.
0: <laughs> uh let me see. Uh, probably squaring up with like <sighs> mm, probably just my shoulder. Just piss me off. Just let me train, man. That's gonna fall. No. Uh what about you, Matt? What are you
1: squaring up with this week? I am squaring up. What am I squaring up with? I've had a pretty good week, dude. I don't really know. Uh, Oh, I'm squaring up with Benadryl. Because I took it really early the other night to just get rid of some allergies. And I woke up absolutely in a daze. Like, I didn't shake my grogginess for at least half the day. Yeah, that was me this morning, dude. Yeah. It was rough. Yeah. Like... So much so that, like, halfway through my workout, I woke up. Like, I was doing my workout, and then, like, I felt myself get normal. At
2: 5 o'clock. Yeah. That's not halfway through the day.
1: Um, yeah, I was still liar. groggy. I was, I was still groggy, but, like, oh, oh, I like, was just, like, yeah, okay. my body, like, started to
2: hurt because, like, I was working out. What are you squaring up with, D-Rod? You guys take so many drugs just to, like, wake up and fall asleep and stuff like that. You yeah. guys should go get sleep studies, probably. Nah. Nah. I like the way I am.
1: Self Self-experimentation.
2: Self-improvement over here. I guess. I'm squaring up with my <laughs> fucking sciatic. <laughs> hey,
0: pl- please, please make sure you edit the part where you stand up with you. When I thought you were going to give something super like from the heart. All right, dude. boys. I'm
2: squaring up with you both.
0: <laughs> I got something I need to say.
2: No, this sucks ass, dude. Just constant pinching. And it's like I can feel the difference now of when it's bad versus when it's bad, bad. Because it's like. It always hurts in my knee, on the side of my knee, but I can tell it's going to be a problem when I can feel it in my butt, even though it all stems from my back. It sucks. Don't ever get it, guys. Yeah, you
0: walk slower, you talk slower. I have to walk
2: slower. I talk slower because I'm just dumb.
0: Um, <laughs> I'm just freaking stupid.
2: <laughs> but, Matt, what do you? what's your woe, dude?
1: My woe, dude of the week is that people legitimately think That they are able to pay the IRS through gift cards.
2: They can. No. It's possible. And no gift stop cards.
1: stop you, the,
2: <laughs> no please all the 80 year olds listening to our podcast are gonna be real hey, confused we have a little this. bar right there
1: there's a couple of them please if anybody gets a call from the irs that says the only way you can if you've stolen money from us and the only way you can pay us is three gift cards hang the fucking phone up please and
2: like not to stereotype but if they have indian accents that's usually just, just if you if the
1: irs doesn't want gift cards from target please just hang up the phone
2: no one's it's a scam. US... i had to talk
1: like two different people this week. Oh, I'm on my way to Target. They're gonna arrest. You. Like nobody's fucking arresting you. Just hang up the phone.
2: Everyone is getting stimulus checks. Maybe the IRS needs some too. Yeah.
1: Not okay. Yes, in the form of cash Thank or you, David. any fa- payment. Not freaking uh, Target gift cards. Whoa, dude.
2: Google, Google Play. No, Whoa, it, it dude. It pisses me
1: off, dude. Like there are old that people out there. There are there are people out there like that don't have a lot of money that are paying these idiots like a bunch of money. Like that's fucked up. Yeah, no, it is. Hang up the phone, David. What the hell is your woe dude? So dude? Are you
2: squaring up with
1: it or are you woe dude? I'm doing all three, bro. I don't even care. You're <laughs> stoked about it too. <laughs> Kinda, cause I might be making those calls. <laughs> oh, <you're not. laughs> don't say that. I won't. Just <laughs> I'll destroy you.
2: I'm man. only gonna call Dalton. I'll fall for it every time. <laughs> David, what do you? Uh, what's your woe dude? My woe dude. All right. So we were watching The Bachelor. If you don't know, The Bachelor's name this season is Matt. And uh, one T or two. Two T's. Nice. Just like our Matt. And he had to send some people home and they were all really like bummed out and talking in the, in the thing about how one of them was like, I'm never going to date another Matt again. I feel like we're that that reminded me of some TikToks (laughs) I had been getting sent uh, and all of them were about like, oh, boys that are going to break your heart or boys you should never fuck with and stuff like that. And Matt Matt, was a constant in that.
0: Matt's always in there.
2: And so when I saw that and like seeing Matt, because this this bachelor is a teacher and it's like it's it's so crazy just watching him and being like that's teacher talk right there and he's just he's a great person uh as i want you to believe and on the so bachelor. and so well no because last season's bachelor was fucking train wreck um oh, tell he's like part, you David. can read it on my blog <laughs> <laughs> um but then Dude, it got hot so hearing that and it got me thinking like do all these women hate Matts because they're players or because all of the mats in the world are just incredibly great people, but they can only end up with one person. And so they unintentionally break the hearts of all these other girls who don't get to experience the greatness of those mats.
1: <laughs>
2: and then that's why they all hate him. Cause they were like, he was such a great guy and I didn't end up with him. So I never want to go through that heartbreak again.
1: Ah, uh. Well, first of all, I think there's a lot of Matts in the world. So I think just like by a numbers standpoint, you're going to get your heart broken by a Matt more likely than you get your heart broken by a Dalton, even though... Word up. I don't know. Dalton breaks a lot of hearts. No, he does. But what I'm saying is that like the chances of you dating a Matt and then going to meet somebody else, there's a higher chance that their name is Matt as opposed to their name being Dalton. So I think by that numbers standpoint... um I have no I have no idea dude that's great that I just that
2: was a thought I had I was yeah. like whoa dude maybe they're not all players maybe they maybe it's I Maybe mean, just great Maybe it guys. shouldn't be negative you know focus on we the We do name. have a negative bias. Yeah. We do. We but instead it's because you guys are so days. great Dalton what's your uh Matt what are you stoked about this week? <laughs> <laughs> Dalton what's your word dude?
0: Uh my woe dude, is how good Shrek one still holds up. Oh, it's so good, dude! It holds up, dude. I Better
2: T- or worse than the second?
0: Uh, I personally love I the like first the first one, one way more than anything yeah. else. But the second and third one are still pretty good. I still enjoy it. Did you them. watch this recently? Yeah, actually, that's it's also gonna go into my stoked.
1: Okay, Don, we got you stoked uh, this week. So,
0: me and Matt, anytime my dad leaves for like the day. Or the night or whatever. Me and Matt have a date night. Hell yeah. And we make steaks and it's just me and him. We straight vibing, steady grinding, you know, making steaks, watching Shrek. Next one, we're going to watch Shrek 2. Who knows? Things might get a little crazy. It was our uh, Shrek and Steaks night. Shrek and Steaks. You ever heard of it? (laughs) Get on on, that level. Uh, So that was pretty cool. So that got me stoked. Spending some quality time with Matt, eating cream puffs so um, many so, you know, many, so many so many cream puffs my stomach hurts so bad yeah i was <laughs> suffering but worth it, it absolutely was, it was good quality time shrek is funny it's a good movie um <laughs> he talks and he talks <laughs> it's not the gumdrop the buttons, buttons. <laughs> it's a great movie
1: so good that's pretty good huh
0: what yeah. about you matt what is your stoked this what what what,
1: what, what yep i'm going i'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna run with the big guy you got stoked um What did it what got me stoked this week um i was telling david i don't know if you heard but um i've created a list of non-negotiables so it's like a list of the things that i have to do every day for me to feel like alive and happy you know so it's like one of them is like talk to my friends like talk to somebody that you know i care about deeply two is move and be outside so like today on my lunch i went for a run um so just creating that list and then just kind of like thinking about where i want to go like I don't know. Just get excited for stuff like that. Yeah. It's pretty basic. I feel like I say something like that. That's everywhere. good though. That's good.
2: But yeah. Uh, what about you, Cheese? What got you stoked this week? I'm stoked about the apartment finally coming together. Hell yeah! yeah getting all those boxes out. Got my hey, desk. Fuck those boxes. Fuck those got book boxes. Got our kitchen table and chairs. Hell, got our yeah. piano set up. Got nice. our TV set up. Got our yeah, couch dude. set up. Yeah, dude. Looks like a real place. Ooh, so shit, many things set up. Got a dog together. in the apartment. I am. I am genuinely excited though that uh, Rachel has a piano that she can just walk up to and start playing again because she played the other day. And I was like, "This is going to be great to hear." Oh yeah, she makes some. It's also good that
1: she's good. You
2: know what I mean? That's what I meant. Yeah. yeah. Although she knows what she's doing. I'm excited to hear her. I'm sure she's not excited to hear me learn. Like,
1: like if I had to hear Dalton play "Mary Had a Little Lamb" like two more times, I'd lose my goddamn heart. I learned on the guitar, real quick. Whatever instrument. I
2: learned
0: it. I learned it on the piano. I did. My grandma taught me, and then I forgot it the next day. Nice. Yeah.
2: Hopefully the other people in the apartment complex also like it. Okay, they can deal with it. More so the violin. but I'm sure Robert
1: will have his opinion. All right. If we made it this far into the podcast, thank you so much for your time. We really do appreciate it. And as always, if you're listening to the podcast, leave us a five-star rating. Wherever you're listening, if you're on the YouTube channel, what's up? Go ahead and leave it. click the subscribe button. Hit the bell icon. That way you know whenever we upload these posts. And as always, you guys stay safe, stay healthy. We'll see you guys next week. Until then, I'm Drum and I'm Drummer. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Bye. A lot of 9 uh, 11 and Bin Laden talk going on, right? <laughs>